Stove Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. I'm Kim. And we're three old res fans coming to you from one of our favorite diners, Stingers, on the Cedarville campus, just a few blocks from our good friends at Beans back in the heart of Cedarville, the famous birthplace and final resting place of res legend Bumpus Jones, as we all know. So you might hear some background noise on this one. We're sitting here. We just had lunch. going to talk about the res for a few minutes. This will be a little shorter podcast than normal, I think. Um, some of us have to get back to work. And... Uh, so it'll be a little shorter than normal. Um, we're going to talk about uh, pitching, obviously, what the Reds are looking at, names we've heard thrown around, what we think of those. And then with Billy Hamilton being gone, what do we think might happen in center field, what would we like to see happen, yada, yada, yada. Okay? So it's a nice Seinfeld reference. So if you subscribe to us, uh, wherever you do, give us a rating. Uh, helps other people find us, and we want to try to build this uh, community here, have our own Reds Nation uh, of about, you know, a few hundred people at least. That'd be nice. Um, so, anyway, this rebuild is ongoing, and we're hearing about the Reds are going to do pitchers. They're going to get pitchers. Um, what's the name you guys have heard that you like, that you'd like to see? I'd like to see that guy in a Reds uniform. Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel. Lefty. Uh, younger. He's 30, 31. Mm-hmm. But that's pitching prime, right? It is. Um, the other guy who is uh, Corey Kluber would be nice from the Indians. And who's a guy we just talked about from the Yankees? Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray would be a great one. Any of those, I think, would be great options. Anything's an upgrade at this point, right? And any of those guys, I think, surprise to everybody, to all of our listeners, I would trade any prospect we have for any of them. We know. He, he'd trade his own son. I would trade Tom. I trade Thomas for one of these guys. <laughs> My son. Especially if he beat you in the playoffs of our fantasy football league, <laughs> right? Which is, which is possible. Which is prob. Well, it's <laughs> likely. It's probable. <laughs> we all play in the same fantasy football league, and let's just say, let's just say. Um, My team's had struggles this Tom, year. T- Tom, if Tom, this is how he runs yeah, his football team. Exactly. If Tom was a real. GM, he'd be looking for work this offseason. I think, listen, it's been injuries. I've had a lot of injuries. Oh, okay. we got to overcome that adversity. It's up to you. Next man up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the reason we like Keiko, I think, he's been successful. He's a ground ball pitcher, which is nice for great American. So... What do you, you got? What do you think of those names? Any you to add to that, Kim, or any you, you know, don't like? I can think of I, so many names out there that I don't know that. Uh, well, well, Trevor Bowers been mentioned too from the Indians. They might I would just say any of those type of pitchers that have had those results, that success. And Jeff, you brought it up a number of times in texting. Uh, the ground ball pitcher, plain and great American. We need someone who specializes, if you would, in their outs being ground ball pitchers. Yeah, a lot of guys don't want to come to Great American to pitch right. because of right. yeah, well, launching I, pad. It's a it's a homer park. Coors is more of a hitter's park because Coors is so big. The, what they did at Coors was they pushed the fences back to keep down the home runs. Well, there's a lot more doubles and triples in that right. park because right. the outfield's so big. Even Vado had one of his two or three triples last year at Coors. It's going to be at Coors because it's cavernous. And uh, <laughs> you like that word? It's cavernous. Like the old polo grounds. <laughs> oh. So um, I think that that is definitely true, that pitchers are wonder about that. Um, mm-hmm. 
but guys have pitched successfully there. Yep. I mean, you know, Cueto did. Lato's pitched really well there Three for a while. And all those other guys that were on that staff pitched well and had success there. You are going to give up some more home runs there, but so is the opposition. So it kind of it, it probably tends to even out. Now, nothing's really evened out with our pitching staff lately. I mean, our guys have been historically bad. Um, so, but yeah, Keichel. Keichel's only 30 years old. Yeah. I mean, that's not that old. Le- he's not, lefty. Not we, don't have, no. we don't have a lefty. Well, we have what's-his-name. He keeps getting hurt. Yeah. Um, what's his name? The Reds lefty. We're not in season now. We can't remember their name. Who? Di Scalfani? No. No, he's a right-hand. Oh, 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 oh. Finnegan. Finnegan. Yeah. Finnegan. Um, so, um, yeah. Oh, Cody Reed. Cody Reed. So we're still looking for a couple of solid guys in the bolt, in the rotation. And then you figure a Castillo, somebody else, hopefully somebody else, you know, pitches decently. I'll tell you, the, the guy I got my eye on as a prospect, Tom. I'm all for pitching prospects. Okay. Is, Sant- is Tony Santion, who's only 21. He was dominant last year in, in um, double-A. That guy should be in triple-A this year. I think if he... And he he uh, he doesn't walk people. I think he had some of that in the past, but he's not anymore. He's shown that he's not going to walk a lot of guys anymore. I think that's a guy we could see pitching for the Reds at some point next year. I don't think he's a opening day rotation guy because of his inexperience so far. I don't think they would do that. But I think at some point in the season, what's his name again? Tony Santillan, S A N T I L L A N or I A N. I thought it was Santillan or something. Santillan's how it's pronounced. <clears throat> um, okay. He can throw high nineties. No. He's a, he's he's a he's a nineties. He's a you know fastball. Got good a lot of good plus stuff. Um, everybody <laughs> likes him a lot. <clears throat> he's a. Uh, not high on a lot of prospect lists, um, but he's gaining momentum, and that's a guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah he pitched in Double A last year, I think. Yeah, pitched at Pensacola. He was three sixty one in eleven games um, down there. So I think that's a guy that you know somebody to look forward to. Um, well, see, we talked earlier for the Reds to be a <coughs> World Series contender. You're right. You got to build it from the minor leagues, but we also have to have a solid number one. Yeah. And I just don't think we've got a number one in our in our world right now. We I mean, don't. Hunter Green could become a number two or number one eventually. Um, maybe Castillo could eventually. Yeah. Tony Santion. Yeah. Yeah. There's three. Those are probably the three guys in the system right now that that project as potential number one guys. I don't think anybody else in the system projects as potential number one. Ace. So you get, we, we those a, are the three guys. We all agree that Dick Williams needs to go get us a number one, and then we fill in with our prospects, right? That's, yeah. that's the best road or, to Or he gets us two guys that are uh, – we need depth probably right now more than we need a one. Do you get a one and get one guy and fill in with four guys, or do you get two guys that are more like twos and threes – and that's, then, a, that's a money issue. That's right? a money issue, yeah. Is, not, is, is the number one guy going to cost as much as two good number twos? Exactly. He might. Maybe. He might. Um, you know, and they've got a. It's going to be bidding wars. Who wants what? Uh, Keuchel is certainly desirable. So, anyway, any other thoughts on pitchers? 
I don't know if I have any thoughts about what we're discussing in terms of individuals. I just know that we better go ahead and start getting someone soon. Because last year, you know, there was a little bit of talk, and the next thing you know, everyone was taken. Yeah. Well, this is the time, this time of year right now. happen again. So yeah. we saw some moves this past week already, and you know, yeah. we've got to believe that the Reds are talking to some of these. Yeah. It'd be players. nice to see one signed by the end of the year or yes. early January at the latest. But I mean, you know, we're only two months. We're barely. We're not much more than two months from pitchers and catchers reporting. I mean, it is really. What's the date today? December fourth. So I mean, that makes me feel good. We're close. We're close. Spring training is coming. Yeah, two months from now we'll be saying, oh, they they report next week. So yeah, it'll be here. It'll 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 happen fast. All right. Well, the other big news lately was um, the Reds were letting Billy Hamilton go, going different directions center field. I'm okay with that. Anybody, you guys okay with that? Yeah, I think we're all okay with that. We love Billy, love to watch him play, but for the good of the team, right? As I said earlier, we were losing six, we were winning 68 games with him. Yeah. He's fun to watch, make diving catches. Uh, It's fun to watch him get on base, make things happen, whether it's a stolen base or getting three bases when most people would only get one. But the bottom line is he could not produce at a level that's going to allow your team to succeed. All right. When he was good for three or four weeks, it was really good. But he had he was just too streaky. Unfortunately, the season's six months long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he'd have – yeah, he'd be good for three weeks and then not very good for six. So it was kind of like you got about a third – you got him about a third of the time what if you that. wanted. If that – a quarter to a third of the time he was who you wanted him to be. The rest of the time he wasn't. And right. that's, that's – it's not sustainable. So, um, well, we know they're working Sinzel out center field some, trying to make him an outfielder. Now, is I that, is heard, that, is that, I haven't heard that, what you just said. What I, what I recall six plus weeks ago was we're going to start him out in left field yeah. in the Arizona League. Yeah, well, so, I would hope that that's now center field, if not even before, and they just said left field. You would start somebody in left. It's the easiest position to play in the I would start the kid in the center and let him play in the rookie league, well, then, Arizona league, whatever it and is. And he's not going to be there in April. I think he might. It just won't be the first of April. All right. How's he going to get good at, in two months? Here's here's what I think. Yeah. How about the, react to this statement? React to this statement. I know you react to a lot of my statements, but this is not going to be ridiculous or outlandish. Is Nixon Zell one of the 25 best players in the Reds system? We don't, we don't know. He hasn't had enough at bats in the major leagues. No, the whole from Joey Votto on down. Is he one of the 25 best and, guys? And based on, we know how Tom thinks and what he just said. We're basing it on the data that he has produced at the minor yeah, league level. Yeah. Do you think? Then absolutely. That's, okay. not valid. That's not valid, guys. I, I went based on his criteria. I think it's valid. No, it's not. How can you put him put right. in the majors for 100 at bats and compare tell me, tell it and then tell me. Tell me this. There are going to be two or three guys on that opening day roster that you know are never going to be regulars in the major leagues. Why are they on it? Why would they be on the roster and a guy like Nixon Zell, who, who everybody thinks is going to be a really good player and a regular, why would he not be on the roster versus some and you know the answer. Cliff Pennington? One word answer. Control. 
I don't care about that, honestly. But, but I'm answering your question. You don't care about it, but that if he doesn't start out with a big club before mid to the third week of April, that's why. Control. Yeah. Or you don't want him to sit the bench, and you'd rather have him play down at the AAA. Well... But if he's going to be on the, if he's he's one of the, the Reds, he's going to be on the He better play. He better be playing. He ain't going to be some bench well, If he's not going to start, if his defense is not ready. If his I, defense isn't ready. I doubt if that, it would be. That's, by the only, that's the only thing. But I'd like to see um, at some at some point you got to get these guys up there and play them. You can't, the fact that he, I mean, I know, I know he had injuries last year, but the fact that he didn't play in the majors last year is very disappointing that he didn't get a chance. Now I realize he probably would have if he hadn't got hurt that second time. But anyway, what, tell Tom. What are you going to tell him? No, I want to say again, again his thoughts. I'll preface it by saying Billy could have easily been Golden Glove the past three years, okay? But he wasn't. Look how quickly he adapted to center field. Now, what, what, not, how do you define quick? Because it was, I get, I'd say it was over two years. No, no, it was. He was a shortstop coming up. Right, but it was not. I don't think it was. The first year he played center field, he was not Gold Glove caliber. But he was above average. He, he. I do not expect anyone to be able to play and and cover the ground and make top ten plays like he did. But I would suspect that Senzel could adapt and pick up the position in two to three months to where he is playing and not hurting the team at this level. I, I don't... I, I do. I wouldn't start a high schooler or a college player in center field who had only had two months of reps in then, center Okay, field. so Robin Yount would have never gone to center field and by your definition. Robin Yount would have never played center field. Pete Rose wouldn't have moved from left field to third base. By the way, and, and the story goes, it was like on a Tuesday, and Sparky went... Pick a day of the week. He went to Pete and said, I'm thinking of playing George. When do you think you'd be ready to play third base? And the answer was like, by Friday. First of all, I, I think that was a different era than well, today. it was. The 70s and now are not. But we're not talking about having to learn a new position from the 70s to now as being anything different. You're oh, still, I, you're I still roughly either. Uh, I think they did still, things in the 70s they would never do today. But but the point is not what they would or wouldn't do. The point is learning how to play a new position. You still have a glove. You still have spikes. You're still at the same spot in the outfield. I think you could throw the them at first base. You could throw them in left field. And, yeah, I think we'd be okay with that. Center field, shortstop, second base, catcher. That so, up the middle is a whole different ballgame. So ball you would game. be okay with Shebs in center, Winker in right, and... Senzel in left. Or probably Senzel in right or Winker in right. I think you could start the year to that. You could start the season with Shebs in center and Senzel in left and eventually change it. I mean, <clears throat> Shebler really probably never played much center field until he had to fill in for Billy. He may have played center field in high school. Yeah. But well, you, you don't think he did in the minors? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd he take, doesn't look like he's built he for center field. He doesn't. He doesn't look like a he center doesn't. fielder. You know, and he's not great. But of course, we're comparing him to Billy out there. So I think he could start that way. Well, see, but I, here's what I think. I think since Billy's gone, I don't. I think. I think that is paving the way. Zell to be a, to be in a starting lineup at the start of the year. I or think somewhere in it. I think that's the reason they did it. I agree. And there's no doubt in my mind that Nick Sinzel, as long as he doesn't have vertigo, 
It's working out at Center Field. As you get all speak. spring training. Even before spring training. No doubt in my mind, wherever he is, he is working out, so, getting ready for Center Field. So let me ask you this then. You said two months. February, spring, whatever he's doing over the off season. Plus, most of February, all of March, is two-plus months. Is that enough? Do you think he could be ready to be in the center field on opening day if he plays it every day? I think the safer bet's put him in left. But we don't – I mean, we're trying to predict the future here. I mean, he possibly could be very good by the, – they could probably see that he's – what if he's the best center fielder on the on the roster? But if, if, if he is better, if they know he's better than Shevler on opening day, do you play him in center field? Yeah, you have to. You have to then, right? So, I mean, we have to wait and see. You're, you're feeling We're not ca- sure if he can hit yet. Oh, he can hit. You're, you're feeling cautious. How, how do you know that? I know he can. He will. He'll how, hit. how do you know that? Because you base your He'll talent hit. on the level of where they are. But by your definition. Exactly. No, by your exactly definition. What you're saying is exactly right. By your definition, no one will be successful at the major league level. No, I don't trust anybody being successful in the major league level until they do it. All right. Well, you got to give him a chance. A year, ago, him a, chance. a year ago this time, you were not big on Winker. Now, he got hurt this past year, but you look at what he did before he got hurt. Are you more in favor of Winker now? I am because he's proven himself. So, you, But you got to give him a chance. But, Winker, but I'm not but counting on it until we see it. But Winker was successful in the minor league levels that allowed him that opportunity at the major league level. But That's Kim, what we're saying with Simpson. Kim, you know you, we could probably find out ten other players that were successful and didn't pan out. But they have not had the results and the success that Sinzel's had. That, that's my point. Maybe. I mean, I've never looked. I've never done the research. Well, but you would hear about it, He's Tom. good. He's you would good. hear about it. I don't you think hear about guys that were successful in the minors and didn't do well in the majors? You if wouldn't we, hear about that. To, to, to your comment, if there were other guys who were in the Reds organization who were successful as Sinzel, we would hear about it. Yeah, Sinzel has been our top he's, prospect. He's been the most talked about prospect since Jay Bruce as a hitter. Would you agree with that? I'd say there's probably true. There has there hasn't been other talked about Reds prospects, but not to this level. Yeah, that's hard to it's hard to quantify. It's just it's, that's just memory. Drew Stubbs was he to this level? I they think talk, Drew was more. A lot about him. I think Drew was more for his defense and the range he covered. Defense out and speed, speed and speed. defense, and he had power. He could hit for power, but he never could and he hit looked for average. Good. He looked like a player. Yeah, he looked like a player. And that's that goes back to the whole Billy Bean thing. You know, Billy Billy Bean looked like a player, but he but he never really panned out. Cyber, saber, cyber. You're in the cyber world. All right, so should they go sign or trade for who's available? Is it, is it AJ Pollock and a free agent? Adam Jones could be a free agent. Should they go get one of those guys? Well, for said they, they were open to it. Or should we get? Or should we just say let's go with Sinzel and see what happens? Maybe that's why they were talking to Bryce Harper. That's a whole different can of worms. Yeah, that's too expensive. Probably. I, I mean, I. And, and it doesn't bring happen. chemistry that you want in the clubhouse. How do you know that? Just based happen. on what we're reading of what has happened in Washington. How do we know anything? Because we're yeah, never he's an in the immature. Clubhouse. He's an immature kid. He's changed. He's 26 now. I'd take a chance on him. I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put all my. I've seen I've seen a lot of teams win with dysfunction with clubhouse issues. I'm not too worried about that. To answer your question, no, at, I wouldn't at the professional level. I don't want it on my middle school basketball team. What? But I don't. But, would <laughs> but 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 I at the major league level, there's no clubhouse. that's you hear about oh it's a good clubhouse and these guys all get along. That's 
that's not really true. It's, it's some are better than others, but I don't think there's a, ever been a professional major league baseball clubhouse where everybody got along. Mark, I don't think anybody's saying that. Yeah, I just say he does not represent a, what you want your typical teammate to be like. I look at someone like Vada, who's a student of the game. That's but I think, I but I think, I think, I don't think Joey Votto was necessarily that kind of guy. Early He's not on. who you would pick for your clubhouse either. And Joey, yeah, Va- I mean, and Joey Votto has grown Votto into now. that. But so I think Harper could grow into that too. I, that would be nice if he did, but right now it doesn't seem to be the case. But to answer your question, no, I, not only just that, but also the money it would take to get Bryce Harper. The needs are so great, and as Tom has spoken on the past couple of years. Pitching, I would want to invest that money in pitching. I would, I would free agency route. I mean, if they had the money to get the two pitchers and Bryce Harper, I'd go for it. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think that that's the case. It's not. It doesn't sound realistic. So I'm not. It, really, it's like coming. That conversation kind of comes and goes, right? So just because he met, went and apparently met with them, well, he's he's probably met meeting with 15 teams. You know? yeah. I I think we'll all be really disappointed if next week we hear that the Reds signed a center fielder by the name of Goslin or Pennington or Jones. We'll Adam, be really Adam disappointed. Or, I, I don't mind. It. Well, we need a fourth outfielder next year, so you got know. so many to choose from. Maybe maybe Irvin could be the Philip Irvin's possible fourth outfielder. I think so. So you know he he could he could be. Um, anyway, all right. So pitching center field, we talked about it. anything else. We want to wrap this up. So are we all um, signing up for the uh, Cincinnati Reds fantasy week in Arizona? No. We don't have our van ready yet. Do we? My only fantasy is that they get starting pitchers. Yeah, uh, good one. I will say this: if nothing else, I'm excited about. The fact that not so much that Billy was let go, although I think that was easy to believe the right move, but it was done. Castellini seemed to have had him as a favorite. That, that seems to be the, the yeah. The I like I like I like all the things they've done so far. The vibe I'm getting from I like, it. I like David Bell. I, I liked him when I first heard about him. Um, and then you see what's going on with the hires and the moves, the changes. It just seems to be in the right direction, and it's got to start at the top, right? And it gives and it us has. and it gives us hope. I mean, yeah. we, we joke about the Reds, hope is not a strategy, which it's not for hoping guys figure it out. But we, as fans, want to have some hope that things are going to get better. And these these things give us hope. I mean, that's, what you, that's what you look for. Like Votto told David Bell, I hope you're the last manager I play. Yeah, for. yeah, you know? I agree. I agree. That'd be nice. If the Reds did nothing but, but sign one significant pitcher, I think it's been a successful offseason. They did nothing but that. It's definitely been a, a vast improved step. I think. I think if they sign one, it's good. But it feels like a little bit short. It feels like I didn't get the Christmas present I was hoping for. You know what I'm saying? I want. Up. I want two. I want two. It's all for Christmas. It's I'm two not starting sure pitchers. if that's financially viable. Oh, I think it is. I think they got more money than they will to admit. They will after next year when Homer's gone. I feel like it's more than next year on his contract. I thought it was uh, one more year. Is it? I know. I have to look it I up. I don't know. Good question. Uh, these things get deferred off. Oh, there's, still, a, there's an option here that they don't we're have not, to do. We're not, we're not paying Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> no, we're still paying Ken Griffey. We're Griff- still paying Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, yeah. but it's relative peanuts compared to overall payroll. I mean, it's in the millions, but it's still not much. 
Um, so anyway, they can't. They can't. How many years did Griffey play? defer his pay? Yeah, Ten oh, years. Yeah, it's still it's going on for a while still. Amazing. Yeah, so he doesn't have to work because he's getting paid every year by the Reds. I mean, and the pension he's going to get too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, gentlemen. Anything else? Nope. Wrap it up. All right. Well, so next time I don't know when that'll be. Uh, probably once we close to spring training or yeah, after a big or, signing, or we sign somebody this month, and uh, maybe we'll. We're not doing it. We're not going to do a special Christmas edition unless we get those two pitchers by Christmas Day. Then we'll do the special. Yeah, we, we may need then to. we'll do the special Christmas edition. We'll, we'll bring the jingle bells and the sleigh bells and and uh, sing "Deck the Halls" with. Or, you know, we'll have we'll have a good time with that. So otherwise. Enjoy the holidays. Um, stay warm, those of you who live in the north. Um, if you live in the south, then uh, you're lucky. That's the way I look you at put it. Put a Cincinnati Reds ornament on your tree. Exactly. Exactly. And, wear uh, red sweaters. Wear red sweaters. Or don't. Or don't. Kim and I wore red sweaters today to lunch. Tom did not want to be that cheesy, so... So we wore a burgundy type So we wore flannel. a flannel with burgundy and blue and white. Which is kind of a nice looking shirt, actually. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah. I, I like flannel. I would wear flannel every day if they'd let me. But you they don't. Yes. All right. Well, until next time, go Reds. Go Reds. Go Reds. Go Reds.